The Dog, Joe, and Dana Show. Sacramento's Rock Station. 93.7, The River. Oh, schlubba, love a dig dog on a Lincoln should win Wednesday. Good morning, Sacramento. Oh, Dana, score it. Uh, welcome to it. It is a Lickus and Win Wednesday. Get the questions ready. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, we will tell you what we've got. It's a pretty good prize today. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, just after 9 o'clock, another chance to go to the iHeart Music Festival. You get to go down to Vegas. It is two days, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you go down, you get a thousand bucks. T Mobile Arena in September with the uh, travel and all that stuff taken care of to see the iHeart Musical Festival. I mean, music festival. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good time, man. Uh, off the River Rock and Roll Machine this morning. B O C Burning for You or Pink Floyd Time. Woo! Oh. Those are your choices today. Uh, Some good classic rock staples. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to say or ask, jump on Instagram or on Facebook. All right. This morning's Would You Rather, ice cream or fudge? Ice cream. Ice cream. Not a fudge fan. Hat trick. I love fudge, but it's so rich that I do not seek it out. I just always forget to pack it, you know, and then I don't have any to eat. Wow. And and, and I, you know, so I don't ever... You know, because I, the, Rocky Road, now I'm a big fan of Rocky Road. Oh, are you now? No, no, I really am, but but the fudge, not so much. Well, I mean, you'd never have it with you if you did it your way. No, and Joe, you, you always pack it, like when you go on a vacation, or like like when you when you load up for a picnic, don't you always, do is it the first thing? Is that what I do? You never, you never forget it. Yeah. So, with me everywhere I go, my fudge. If you're ever going camping or whatever, you know, and you do have a, a affinity for fudge, Joe always has it with him. <laughs> just he look, he, he just never forgets it. <laughs> so yeah. stupid. <laughs> Dana, uh, what are you going with, fudge or ice cream? Ice cream, okay. especially after that. Mm. <laughs> I think I would. Some people like fudge, some people like ice cream. Uh, I think I like ice cream a lot more. Uh, uh, blue oyster cold, blue oyster cold, blue oyster cold. It's going to be BOC. There's only one little lonesome time. <laughs> It's too slow for time in this uh, morning. This one's pretty funny. Go to Florida or swim with sharks? Swim with sharks. <sighs> See, the easy thing is, oh, yeah, Florida, but sharks I... don't want to bite you, really. I would rather swim with sharks. I think if sure. you go to Florida, though, you have to swim with sharks and anacondas and everything else that lives there unindigenously. Well, um, yeah, that's a solid point. So I, I'll take my chances going to Florida because I know at one point in time, I'll probably end up swimming with sharks anyway. And you have said many, many times uh, you are a land mammal. I am a land mammal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll take saws and different um, um, apparatuses and different implements to start chopping Florida off of our continent so we'll float to Cuba. <laughs> no, I'd be a part of helping that. Yeah. That. Yeah, I would. I would help cut Florida off. Yeah, I'll just go down there and I'll sneak in a couple miles each trip. You know, we'll cut that son of a bitch off. How far would one have to dig to end up cutting Florida off? It, it's Everglades. I don't think that far. I don't either. It's just marsh, right? You yeah, don't have to actually... it's got to be what the, the, the plates only got to be like push. six inches deep. I mean, they, you see the, the the damn condo. God forbid, you know. I mean, not not to make light oh, of any of the awful, lives lost, yeah. but I mean, they're building everything on just quicksand and, and marsh. And it, yeah, there's all kinds of buildings being condemned there right now. Unfortunately, I yeah. bet in Florida, if everyone was down like it at the tip of of Miami, and everyone was down, they all jumped up and jumped down at the same time. You could snap Florida off. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> you know, you just crack it like an old board. Uh, All right. We've definitely got burning for you this morning. All right. Joe, uh, hit it. It's a Lucas and Win Wednesday. We'll tell you what we've got and play here in 15 minutes on the river. On 93.7, the river. What's up, 
with Doug, Joe, and Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7, The River. All right, whatever's on your mind, get it off your mind on a Lickus and Win Wednesday, 766-9370. Uh, as it seems, I believe, for both Joe and Dana, today's the first day of school for their snot-nosed rats. Wow, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. But yes, it is Olivia's first day of school today. Back at it, man. And Digger's <sighs> first day, too? Yep. Aww. Yep. So what? what's what with school now? What 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 are the rules or what are they doing? I mean, is it a full day? Are they are they mm-hmm. testing? Are they what are they doing? Um. So for Olivia's school, they have to wear masks. They have like uh, little towels and things they bring with them for like their own little personal areas that they lay on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um. So they are separated, and then they do testing. I think every two weeks. So we are going to have her tested. It's not invasive like the ones that we've had to do where it goes like all the way into your brain. It does hurt a little bit. Yeah, it's just they just swab her nose. So it's not 100% accurate, but it's something to just have a baseline. And I think that that's a good idea what, for what us. What are they doing? Does Digger have to wear a mask or what are they doing at his? Yeah, mask wearing. Um, I think all the teachers at his school are vaccinated. They uh, yeah. don't make them take tests, but if there's any sickness whatsoever... Then they uh, have to take a test and be cleared before they can return to school. And and are they doing full days? Yeah, not not live oh, all this live, week not. is early release. Today she gets out at like eleven forty five. It's so something. stupid when they do that. I don't understand when school. It's just so be, hard. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's like hey, go for like two hours and then pick your kids up. What a mess. <laughs> they know parents are working and stuff. I mean, it's very difficult. But, but he no diggers back in and he starts today at eight and and I pick him up at three. And and you're in a Roseville district and Dana, you're in a, a Carmichael Sacramento district. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, first day of school. Yay. Uh, I know you guys are happy because your kids are back in school, and I am happy now because I don't have to babysit anymore. Dogs daycare closed for the summer. Oh, oh you uh, were babysitting our children. Yes. Huh? <laughs> and all of other Sacramento's children. Yes. Yeah, parents always pawn it off on me. You know, and here's the thing. If I could, could well, you're ba- so good at it. If I could babysit these kids the way I'd like to, you know, without having CPS intervene and all that, it'd oh, be fantastic. <laughs> but, well, good for both the kids. Hopefully they uh, have a good time at school today. Oh, they will. I think yeah. so, too. She's excited. We're going to play Pink Floyd time, then your chance to lick us and win. After Floyd, we'll tell you what we've got. It's a pretty good prize today, mm-hmm. too, so start working on the prizes. I mean, the the, the questions. questions. Yeah, we And got bring prize. it, because I got good sleep, and so did Dog last night. Dana always gets good sleep. Yeah, so. right. We're hammering. <laughs> if you're here when Dana gets here, that's not what she says. She usually walks in, and she's tired. I am. Yeah, I've been really grumpy this week. We'll play Lickus and win right after. Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7, The River. All right, up for grabs today. Unlimited 30-day car washes to quick quack car wash. If you can lick us and win, 766-9370. We'll do the phone calls right after Dana gives us a submission, which you can submit on any of the Dog Joe and Dana uh, social pages. Mm-hmm. Today's uh, thing comes from Sean. It is for both of you. Uh, only three movies in the hi- in history have won the big five at the Oscars. That could be Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actor or Actress. Uh, can you name them? One would be Gone with the Wind. Correct? No. That's correct. Then the, I have the wrong information from them. Okay, you do. Um, so one's Gone with the Wind, and the other one should have been Casino, and then Goodfellas. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. The three uh, big ones, that'd be really hard. I sourced hard. it and Gone with the Wind is not on this list. Okay, um, then that list is incorrect. No, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> is this modern or are these older movies? Uh, one is 1934, one's 1975, and one is 1991. 91? Mm-hmm. And the 91 movie is a movie that we all like. 
Oh God, ninety one. Nine ninety one. Would that is that Forrest Gump? No. Not Avatar. That's way early. No, is it is it an Oliver Stone movie? I don't remember who directed this. Is it movie. Platoon? No. It's uh I'm out. I, I don't know this. I don't know the three movies. There's no way I'm Give gonna it get to this. Us. Uh Silence of the Lambs. That was the ninety one. Yes. And then One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and It Happened One Night. Okay. Oh. And that was from Sean. Not Joe and Dana show. Who's this? This is Mike. Dark, how you doing? I'm good, Mike. Lick us and win. The question is, the, the Olympic medals, the bronze is really bronze, the silver is really silver, and the, sil- and the gold is silver with gold plating. When was the last time that the gold medal was really gold? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say back when Jesse Owens won the Olympics. Before that. Mm. I don't know when that was. <laughs> wow. So Jesse Owens won in 1928? Correct. Is that correct? By the way, that's that's the most valuable our gold medal in the world, but right now. But. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Jesse Owens. Owens. Wow. wow, cool. I I don't know. Then you guys guess. Uh, eighteen eighty-eight. I'll put it in the nineteen. So if it was twenty-eight, I'll go nineteen oh eight. Nineteen twelve. Oh, it was close. Whoa! Wow. And where were those Olympics held? Sweden. Sweden. Wow. Man. Cool. So in 1912, they were still solid gold. Gold's a hard metal to strike, so they have to adulterate it with something. So it's pretty close to solid gold. Well, good question. Hang on, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Dog Joe and Dana Show. Who's this? This is Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Look at some win. All right. uh, Do you know the difference between entropy and enthalpy? Repeat it. Go again. The difference between entropy and enthalpy. And enthalpy. I feel like I should know what it is, but I don't know what it is. I'm not having fun. I'll just say that. That's my final answer. <laughs> Entropy is, is something It's something where, with your needles and veins, something you get done in a hospital, right? No, but science. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just going to say one is internal somehow and the other is external. I have no idea. No. Uh, entropy is a study of heat in air, and enthalpy is the study of moisture in the air. What, what do you do for a living? Besides ruin people's lives? The guy's probably a, a rocket scientist. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not a rocket scientist. I want to know, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an engineer. I, I fix buildings. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he's got smarts on him, you know, yeah. for sure. All right, well, you know what? Uh, hang on. We'll get you in. You can go get your uh, Prius washed. I lo- oh, you stop that. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Hang on, hang on. He laughed at that. What kind of car do you drive? Alexis. Wait, Dana, push your glasses up. I didn't hear him. What did he say? Alexis. Alexis. Okay. You're going to do that to him. Alexis uh, hang on. We'll get you in, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, brother. Thanks. Thank you. All right, more rounds coming up. i got to make a correction, too. The first caller, we talked about the Jesse Owen Olympics. Mm. I said 1928, and the guy said I was correct. I, I knew that was wrong. It was 1936 uh. that Jesse Owens was in the Olympics. So. Still a long time ago. Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7. There goes Billy Idol, White Wedding, Dog Joe, and Dana Show. What do you do with this? Dana, you were out the first time uh, Joe and I talked about this guy that won the lottery. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know if he should tell his parents or his siblings. And we had a discussion about this. There's this website. It's called The Moneyest. And people, it's like Dear Abby. Uh-huh. But they write this guy and they ask him financial questions. And I think it's it's just it's mesmerizing. You'd love this uh, kind of stuff. I, I love this because yeah. people call up with all these different conundrums, mm-hmm. and they ask this guy, "What do I do?" So here's another one. My father passed away not too long ago. He left a small inheritance for me and my three brothers. And when I say small, I mean really small. Two thousand nine hundred dollars between four kids. Four kids, and oh, he says that uh, they would 
want him to split it up four ways. So that comes down to seven hundred twenty-five bucks each. Mm-hmm. Oh man, not not a lot of money. No. So what he says is, what do I do? My older brother spent thousands of dollars from my mom's checking account on junk. My younger brother isn't like my older brother, but he's terrible when it comes to paying back loans. I lent him $1,800. I've only seen 800 of that. Uh, and he also owes the mother $3,000. Wow. Then mm. it's, it's him, the guy writing the letter. Correct. Okay. And then his eldest brother, who he says will get $725, no questions about it, because he's responsible. Mm-hmm. So I ask you, or you, seven six six ninety three seventy, what would you do? That's the scenario. What yeah. do you do? Uh, well, Dad said that it's an inheritance for all four of them. You split it four ways and call it a day. And and let's just not overlook this. Dad didn't like the children much, or or really didn't have a lot of money. Well, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, seven hundred twenty five dollars a kid. It, it's not a lot, no. but you know what? It is what it is. It's yeah. their inheritance. That's true. Yeah. So, I'm saying do? split it four ways. You honor the wishes. That's what Dad wanted. Yeah. Joe, I would think you you do the same thing. I mean, I know it's not a lot of cash, and I know he, the way he describes it in his letters, he's not you know happy with two of the brothers. Mm-hmm. But you got to do what you're what you're supposed to do with it. I mean, you're the responsible brother, I guess, or the one your dad trusted to to do something with. What about the brother that borrowed money not only from mom but also him? See, about three thousand dollars for mom. That's well over seven twenty-five. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't sound like mom's involved in this. Yeah, uh, well, yeah mom's not even in the story. To huh? me, and I've always said this about anything that happens with me and my siblings, and also for my kids, I don't want there to be fighting between all of us over over money or anything from our parents. I don't know if that's avoidable. I, I hope it is. I, I think it is. If you it just. Just call it a day, split it four ways like it was supposed to be. Just do it and be done with it. And then what do you do with heirlooms, jewelry, metals? Yeah. You know, Hopefully antig- there's a will. Well, if there's not, what do you do? Coin flip it? Rochambeau it? Yeah, something that's that okay. seems impartial. Isn't there usually one sibling that wants one item or something? Yeah, and there's one sibling that said that, oh, I was with Dad when he bought it, or mm-hmm. I was with yeah. Dad when he won it, or whatever. And it's kind of more special to that person but than But what do you think about this situation? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I, I keep it all. You keep yeah, it all? Yeah, I'm there. And now, well, what's, like, your, what's your reasoning for that? Well, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, and it's $725 a head. That's ridiculous. The The other two brothers, here's the thing. How are they going to know? I mean, did, did Dad tell him, hey, make sure Carl splits your money up? Do they know or do they not know? Does he intend to give the one brother he likes the money and then not the other two? Because yeah. if that's the case, there's two out of four that are getting money. Someone somewhere is going to slip up and mention it. And then there's going to be an it even bigger problem. I, I don't think so. That sounds like the other two brothers don't like the other two. I don't know. I, I mean, we don't know that for a fact. Is he going to split it evenly with the older brother? Well, if he did, then that would be 1450 Yeah. each. Yeah. And it's, that's what I'm doing. Because 725 doesn't buy anything. I call the older brother. I say, hey, look, what do you think we should do? I'm going to give you 1450 I'm going to keep 1450 The other two slug siblings are slugs. We don't need to pay him. Just keep your mouth shut. Go have a nice dinner, huh? Oh, man. And call it a day. Ooh, and the man. other brother owes him money. And then the other brother owes, I mean, come owes on. more well, money than what he's going to get. The yeah. money that is owed, then talk to the brother that owes you money. Be like, look, dude, we all get inheritance, but you know what? You owe me money. I'm taking your inheritance. I and don't you know. work I it just, out. I've seen this go so south on so many different... Well, uh, this is this is a ticking time bomb. 
family yeah. stuff too, and it's blood. I mean, that's just crazy to me that families would do that and or, act that way. Or, or do you do this? And this isn't me because I wouldn't do this. Is the responsible thing too to take all the money and give it to whichever brother needs it the most? What you guys all have to agree on that though. There's four people involved. Yeah, there's you know? trouble with that too. Because what if the one who needs it the most? He just buys a hooker and cocaine. Or, yeah, drugs, you know but what see, I mean? it's and their it's inheritance gone. to blow. So if you give them the money... You you're can blow accep- it on blow. Yeah, if you, you're ex- you <laughs> are accepting that as a possibility at yeah. that point. I think you got to stick with Dad's wishes. I agree. The moral of the story is you got to get a will. You must get a will. you got to yeah. get your affairs in order so this stuff doesn't happen. I, I love this website, though, and the, the questions that these people get. Does and- the money doctor give his advice? Uh, or the guy or whatever I didn't it is. get far enough down. No, you got to keep clicking through. Because Dear Abby always answers for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I didn't get through uh, all of it. I just got to that, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm keeping it. I don't have brothers <laughs> <Gosh>. anymore. <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> you brothers? Terrible. Uh, we have to do news for you next. More rounds of Lickus and Wendy. This just in. Here's Doug, Joe, and Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7 The River. Well, this is an amazing world we live in. When a baby is born at 7.5 ounces. Ounces? Wow. Not pounds. Wow. Ounces. That's the size of a nice apple. Oh, my Wait. gosh. Wow, that's tiny. It finally gets to go home. And this happened in Singapore. I want you to think about that. This is the world's smallest baby. Wow. And was born four months prematurely in Singapore. And it's the smallest baby that they've known in in the world on record. Not that there hasn't been others, but... Oh, my gosh. That little booger only cooked for five months. Mm -hmm. Think about that, though. 7.5 ounces. That's so I, I'd like to see a picture. Did they happen to show you? Yeah, a picture there's in the photos. I, I can't even hardly look at it. When I see these premature babies, I mean, it's just they, they hand size. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just almost it's so small. It's gross oh to me. Oh my god, it's an amazing story. But when you see yeah. a human that small, it's like Bleh. well, there's so much that happens in those last four well, months. I think it, to think it, they go from seven point five ounces to a baby that weighs pounds seven and a half pounds yeah, yeah. you know that, that that's a lot of development yeah do they still develop everything that would do normally it just takes a lot lot longer okay. and they incubate them and cook mm-hmm. them and yeah wow that's amazing it, it actually is uh the other amazing story we talked about her when she won the gold medal we played the audio she was draped in the flag mm-hmm. mensa stock first black woman and second woman ever to claim a wrestling gold for the U.S., she was the one that said, I love my country and I love USA. And she was so happy yeah. and draped in the flag. Well, what she's going to do with her Olympic winnings, 37500 she's going to buy her mom a food truck. Oh, well, no that's kidding. so sweet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, mom always had, you know, crappy jobs, always busted her ass. Dad's not there. And she said, I want to try to do something. My mom wants a food truck, so I'm going to buy it for her. And here's the other thing. Listen to this. You know how Joe, I don't know if you remember this, Dana. Mm-hmm. Joe's always said, oh, it sucks if you win the lottery. i got to pay taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, become an Olympian because that $37,500, untaxed. Whoa! Yeah, so, that's a nice little gift for him, though. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. that's all you got to do, Joe. Become uh, an Olympic athlete. Sure, and there's not much involved with that. No, no. you can do it. Yeah. No. Uh, one more locally, Shaquille O'Neal will have to sell his minority ownership of the Sacramento Kings, and the reason being is is because he's a brand ambassador for WinBet which is a gambling company, Wynn being Steve Wynn of Vegas in the casino, oh. some type of gambling company or online thing. Probably sports betting. 
something I'm, I'm uh-huh. guessing. I don't know exactly what it is, but because of his relationship with Wynn, he cannot have an ownership ownership stake in the NBA team because of gambling, yada, yada, yada. So he's like, nah. I'll take my endorsement. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's more lucrative to be an ambassador for Wynn. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So. See you later, Shaq. You're not going to have any chances to meet uh, the Shaq and Sack anymore. Well, the Shaq is an ambassador for damn near everyone and everything right oh, now. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, he sells, you know, cream and... Papa John's pizza, and the, and now he's got Wheaties, or uh, Tony the Tigers, whatever the... Yeah. Tony Frosted, the Tiger, Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, you know, what's he going to do? He's hanging out, he owns a little bit of the Kings. He's like, whoop de doo I like him. He's done. I like him. Uh, he did say, though, he'd be interested in being a majority shareholder if the Monarchs ever came back. <laughs> I think is what he said. <laughs> now, Lucas and Win. Brought to you by Future Ford in Roseville and Sacramento. All right, Dana, remind us, what do we have today for Lickus and Win? 30 days of unlimited car washes from Quick Quack Car Wash. Oh, yeah. Awesome, man. Hey, don't duck around. Try to get these <laughs> car wash passes because these are good. 30 days, I mean, unlimited car washing. Mm-hmm. 766-9370. Get us some great questions, and you can always submit on the Dog Joe and Dana social pages. Dana, give us some submissions. All right, this first one comes from Riley. It is for both of you. What does the PT and Chrysler PT Cruiser stand for? Uh, pathetic turd. Hmm. Look it up. Google it. That can't be real. It's pathetic turd. No. Uh, um. Oh God. PT. Would it be Pacific Trail? Um. Partial turd. <laughs> I don't know why the T takes. <laughs> Um, um, RT for Dodge, that's road and track. PT would be uh, potty, potty the, and track. The party thing. <laughs> the, the party the, thing, cruiser. The poop track. The party thing, oh my gosh. Um, we I, wish. I don't know, and I'm sure I've read this somewhere, if it's not Pacific Trail, uh, yeah, party time. Hey, you guys Excellent. Yeah, get my cruiser, it's PT, PT. <laughs> hey, I like PT cruisers. Um, I'm out of guesses. Hit us. Personal transport. Oh, oh you mean it would be? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right, you guys want a second one? That one was from Riley. Yeah, I like that question. Go on, Riley. Yeah, give us another. All right, this is from Tracy, uh, and it is for Joe. But you guys can both take a stab at it. According to the World Atlas website, which states are Panhandle states? And there's uh, there's quite a few of them. Oh, yes. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five. Like nine. Okay, well you've definitely got Florida. Yeah. You got Go go west and work your way this way. Uh Georgia's next. Georgia. No, so the the, the definition of a panhandle state. Oh, well, then you gotta do Idaho. Yes. Idaho is one. Would Michigan be one? Because it it's has got that a little narrow thumb. part that sticks out. Yeah. I think Michigan might be one. Okay. No. No? Nope. Oh. I thought the thumb on Michigan would be Wouldn't one. Wouldn't Indiana be one? Mm-hmm. Oh, see? You're from Indiana, and I got that one right. Indiana is a panhandle state? According to this definition, and I did source all of this, so yes. Okay. Why? Okay. Because of where the toe's at? looks like a shoe. I Something guess so. Like a boot. That. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, okay, so you got Florida, you've yep. got Idaho, you've got Indiana. Correct. I'm trying to think. Is Massachusetts one? Uh, no. Rhode Island is. Nope. No? Not on this list. Texas would be. Yep. Texas definitely is. Oklahoma is. Yep. 
Um, is Kansas? No, nope. no, nope. that's a box. <laughs> what kind of Indiana is too? That's Just why give it weird. to us, Dana. Uh, Alaska, Connecticut, Florida, Idaho, Maryland, Indiana, Oklahoma, Texas, and West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know why. When I think Panhandle, you think of that area. That area, yeah. yeah. But as soon as you said mm-hmm. that, okay. So that one was from. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Uh, that Tracy. was from Tracy. Yeah. Yes. Vince, lick us some win. How you doing? Good. Who was originally cast as Marty McFly in the first Back to the Future film? Oh God! Is it a Michael J. Fox like person? No. 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 It was someone like it's someone way bigger. It was like it was one of those Tom Cruises or even okay. even a buffer bigger action was it guy. Sean Penn? No, it wasn't Sean Penn. It was a bigger action star. Hit us. Uh, no, he 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 had done a movie that got uh, Academy Award uh, acclamations, but so it wasn't like a Patrick Swayze or one of those dudes at the time. Well, he was kind of he was a big star. Who, give it to us. It was, uh, it, it was uh, Eric Stoltz. Oh, man. Uh, what was his mask? Yeah, he was Rocky yeah, yeah. Dennis. Yeah. He was one of the Spicoli friends. Um, he had a yeah. couple other movies, and he went off to, I think, like, what was it, ER or something? Um, and then never seen again. Yeah, and then never, yeah, I thought it was someone way bigger, like a, like a Tom Cruise or a, a Swayze or something he, like that. He actually filmed for six weeks, but uh, nobody on the production set or the other cast members really liked him. So. Oh. And they had wanted Michael J. Fox from the beginning, but he was doing Family Ties, and so they waited for Michael J. Fox. Well, they well they threw out a bunch of money to Michael J. Fox, and that's when he signed back on. Uh, great question. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Hang on, we'll get you that in. Whole movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, it absolutely would. And the other thing that always just freaks me out when I see this, you know, anytime you see Michael J. Fox doing something for Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I shared this with you, Joe? I don't know if I told you this, Dana. Back when he was doing Family Ties and right when he was getting into do Back to the Future, all he did was just eat fast food and smoke like a train and drink. Michael yeah. J. Fox. Horrible, horrible diet. And now he wonders if that's what led to the Parkinson's. He really? smoked like a train, ate garbage all the time, and drank. Like, drank super heavy. You, yeah. you never would have known that. From look, he didn't look like him. it. Yeah. No. And and he, he says, I, I wonder if that's what led to it. But they, they say on set that he, and he wasn't the most cordial either, I've read. Oh. Back when he was kind of becoming a hot shot, they said he was kind of a hot shot. And he was either buzzed up a little bit out of cigarettes or he needed a hamburger. Wow. <laughs> so he could be a little feisty himself. That's I, funny. I heard. So uh, we're going to play Steve Miller for you and Ozzy then. What the fuck? So amazing. WTF, a.k.a. What the Fact. Here's Doug, Joe, and Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7, The River. What the Fact! Yeah. Facts are amazing. That's what you'll shout, also known as WTF. What does it mean when a car is totaled? Uh, WTF, what the fact? What does it mean when a car is totaled? It means that the cost to repair it is more than what the car is worth. Okay, Joe, what does it mean when a car is totaled? That right there. Bingo. Both of you got it right. Bada All right. What yeah, the fact, baby. What baby? The yeah. Lots of people think the car's just destroyed. You know, yeah. it's not drivable. Not the case at all. It's when it costs more to repair it than what the car is worth. Uh, good job, both of you. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Okay. What does it mean when someone in karate gets a black belt? Oh, um, I mean, it's the top of the, the belt. Uh, I'm going to say they've mastered a certain set of skills. Okay. But they could still probably go beyond that. Okay, Joe? 
Isn't the black belt where you've mastered your ability to to not fight as well as you've mastered your ability to fight? The black belt has nothing to do with mastering anything. Oh, the black belt simply oh. signifies that you've shown competence in basic techniques, not that you've mastered any form of martial art. What the fact? What the fact? Yeah. Wow. You're a black belt in karate? Oh, big deal. Yeah. What do you do, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. That's sad. I wouldn't tell black belts that, though. No. Uh, let's see here. Okay. We do not have five senses. How many do we have? WTF. Act so amazing. That's what you'll shout. Seven. I don't know how. I'm just guessing. Okay. Joe? We have six. No. We don't have five senses. We don't have six. We don't have seven. We have close to 20. What, what the, the fuck? Yeah. Holy moly. I'm not telling. I know them all and I'll never share. I'm senseless. <laughs> actually, that's true there. Uh, actually, I can't list the, the 20 because I don't see them. <laughs> what the fact? Facts are amazing. That's what you'll uh, shout. Why do people use olive oil when boiling pasta? Uh, so the pasta doesn't stick? I don't know. Joe? Well, I didn't, I've never done this, so I, I guess I'm an uh, odd man out with pasta here, but the Romans used to do it. Okay, they did it, so we keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Lots of people think it's so the pasta doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. It's simply to prevent the water from boiling over. What, what the fact? The fact? How much olive oil needs to be added? Just a gallon. A Whoa. No. A gallon per noodle. I'm doing that. <laughs> Do that tonight. A gallon per noodle. That's Please way better it. than putting a spoon on top. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, one more. Joe will like this. WTF. Facts so amazing. That's what you'll shout. What was unique about the Vikings' helmets that they wore? You know, Vikings. Joe loves Vikings. Mm-hmm. I do. He, he spawned from Vikings. He has a, a Viking pedigree. That's right. That's right. What is unique about Viking helmets? Uh, they were passed down from generation to generation. I like that. That's a good answer, Dana. What is unique about a Viking helmet? They... Um, they had something in it from their first victory in battle. Mm. They like, had, like a like a femur or like some, an ear, some sort of a some, or like a piece of the other person's armor or something. something like okay. that. Yeah, they had something contained in it. Cool. Both good guesses. WTF? So amazing. That's what you'll shout. Vikings did wear iron helmets, but they did not have horns on them. Oh, what, what the, fact? the fact? They were hornless. Oh. Well, don't tell us that. They yeah. look cooler with horns. I know. I always want to have horns on a Viking helmet. Yeah. So there you go. Some facts for you on a Wednesday. Those are good ones. News coming up for you next. This just in. Here's Dog Joe and Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7 The River. Well, it's been a long time since I spent any time. I did my stint in Portland. Thank God I got the hell out of there. <laughs> The Oregon governor signs bill suspending math and reading proficiency requirements for high school graduates. Okay. Governor Kate Brown, she is a Democrat from Oregon, signed the bill last month with little fanfare. And the requirement is that high school students prove proficient in reading, writing, or math before graduation, which has been dropped. Usually, you know, you you have to say that, hey, I know how to count and read and yada, yada. She's like, nah, we're going to get rid of that. And I'm not going to go into the details as to why and what and yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, they're going to get a lot smarter in Portland. (laughs) That does not seem like a good it's idea. in Portland only, or is it for the entire state? It, it is now in Portland districts, and they're going to expand. Ah. But she is the governor, so... Yeah, I mean... It's, it's Quite progressive. They've been doing that for years in Medford. 
<laughs> Sorry, Dana. Had to. Uh, that's where Dana's family is. Oh, yeah. Leave them alone. I'm just teasing you, Dana. Uh, if you go to Costco and you look at dehumidifiers, it's a hard one to say, dehumidifier, mm-hmm. um, do not buy them or look at which one you're getting because a whole bunch of them have been recalled after oh. these certain dehumidifiers caused $17 million in property damage uh-huh. by way of fires. Oh, took too much water out of the air, huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's a damn good dehumidifier. Ah, uh, yeah, it went from humid to a desert. Or yes. damn bad. I mean, a device that takes water out and stores it has now caught on fire. That's odd. Yeah, yeah. they odd. sell these at Lowe's, Costco, Menards, Walmart, and other stores as well. And it does retail for around $430. So if you're looking for something to take the humidity out of your air, make sure you know which one you're buying. Because like Dana said, uh, this damn thing will dry your room out. Yeah. yeah, to Take a crisp the paint and, from your walls. Sadly, you don't want a fire. No, you My do not. Gosh. Um, wow, Joe, you sitting? I am. Mountain Dew, it's back. But what they've got is a brand new adult Dew Mountain Dew alcoholic seltzer version. Get out of here right now! I would drink one of those. Uh, yeah, I drink more than one, and I'm not a Mountain Dew fan. I would try it. They're calling this stuff Hard Mountain Dew, Ooh. and they've got black cherry, watermelon, and then like a regular flavor, and uh. on one can, it's got like some sort of like goblin. On the black cherry, it's got like a bear or a wolf, and then on the regular Zero Sugar Mountain Dew Hard, it's got like an eagle. And oh. These are all like macho, you know, yeah. kind of bike club inspired looking. Do just, the do. Yeah. You get a little seltzer, you get a little caffeine. That's awesome. And I'm trying to look at the top of the can. The photo's not good, but it looks like on the top of the can it says 5%. Oh. Wow, okay. So that's got a little little octane in the tank. Yeah, it does. Man. Bring it home, Mountain Dew. Yeah, they're going to have three flavors, and they're going to start spiking the punch. And, you know, because everyone's doing seltzers and hard yeah. this and hard mm-hmm. that. So Mountain Dew, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, we'll put some some cocktail in it. I've been known to uh, have a Mountain Dew and vodka to get me going in the afternoon. Oh, oh gosh. That's oh, you, you kidding me? Terrible. That's a delicious drink. <laughs> oh, man, my stomach would hurt. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Mountain Dew and vodka. Yeah, it'll wake you right up. Uh, like well, old, you, you're going to have to try one of these and let us know how they taste. Oh, I'll buy a sixer. <laughs> yeah. Look out that night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look out, empty house. I'm coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to really give it to the chickens. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, uh, we will give you a chance to lick us and win. We're going to play Nirvana and Joan Jett. Now, lick us and win. Brought to you by Future Ford in Roseville and Sacramento. Doug, Joe, and Dana show. Who's this? My name's Doug. Doug, how's the emu? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this. Lemu is doing just fine. Okay. <laughs> See, he's Perfect. heard that before. Yeah. Uh, Doug Lickerson win. Who, who loves history? Let's go. I like history. All right, let's go. What was Bank of America called before it was called Bank of America? Um, It was, wasn't the bank from France or Italy? I think the founder was, was Italian or it came from Italy. Am I close? Oh, my God. My wife's laughing at me right now. Why? You you nailed it. No you, way. Yeah. You dog eat dog. That's right. 
Hey. Wow. Hey, hey, just stand there for a minute. Let me do what dogs do to legs. That's what's happening to you right now. Oh, Let that's that be a disturbing. Lesson. Disturbing. I'm testing it with full flow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Doug. Get the spray bottle. I like you. Call more often. Good question, man. We yeah. got you. Take it easy, man. Hang on a second. I'm going to go around and sniff you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Doug. Thank you. Later. Hey, Doug Joe Dana Show. Who's this? This is Mickey. Mickey, look us and win. Adolf Hiller was fascinated with a Egyptian queen. Who was it, and why was he fascinated with her? Um, um, Cleopatra um, wasn't a queen, right? No. Nefertiti. Which one was the one that okay. put the, that put the husband back together again? It was. Um, I know nothing about uh, Egyptian queens. I don't. Dana, I don't know. Dana said it. Okay. Oh, oh Dana got it right. It was Whoa. Nefertiti. I don't remember what the deal with Nefertiti was, though. I honestly can't remember. She's she was the only queen. Well, she did a lot during her reign, but she's the only queen that we have a face face mm-hmm. um, form or a bust of. So That's that like the kinda, face that everybody knows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What about Rapunzel? Yeah. No. She uh-huh. had the bust. The bust was brought back to Germany by a German archaeologist. So he was fascinated with her because it tied in with the German thing. Yep. Ah, and he um, actually had control of that bus for a while. So had you know he like he stole yeah. all those awesome works of art. They had all of it hidden in salt mines, and you know yeah, they took it all. Well, the bus the bus was brought back in the early '30s, but Hermann Goering set up with the Egyptian uh, ruler to return it, and they became allies after that. Mm. Wow, you know a lot about this. Uh, hang cool. on, you can share more facts with yourself. Uh, let's go to line two. Dog Joe and Dana show. Who's this? This is Dean. Hey, hey, dog. Hey, Tonto. Hey, Dean. <laughs> Dean, lick us and win. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Who was the first woman to drop the F-bomb on American TV? Can you give me a decade or uh, an era? How about the year was 1969? I don't know why I want to say Joan Rivers. Oh, Ooh, um, boy, that's a good guess. And, and here's the thing with Joan Rivers: P- people don't, you know, give her the respect. She she was ornery and funny and dirty. Um, I know it probably wasn't her, but that's my final answer. I'm going with Joan Rivers. I don't know if this is too early or uh, late, but I just I think it'd be funny if Lucy did it from I Love oh, Lucy. Lucy <laughs> <Obama>. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to say. Yeah. What was the year he said? 69. 1969, I will say, was Marilyn still here then? E- I don't think so. What do we got? It was on the Dick Cavett show, and it was actually Grace Slick from Jefferson Airplane. Oh, no oh. way! Did they perform, or was she just being interviewed? Uh, you, you didn't say. I think she was just being interviewed. All right, good question, Dean. Celebs behaving badly with Don Joe Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station. Whatever. 93.7, The River. Do either of you remember Rachel Ucatel? Mm. Uchatel? Ucatel? Uchatel? No. I, I do. That was um, uh, Tiger's mistress. Mister, or girlfriend. Ah. Yeah. Yes, it was. She used to travel with them, and uh, she'd go to the hotels with them and stay with them, and she'd hang out with them. And, you know, this is while he's married. Yep. And she would meet him, and he'd fly her around, and she was on payroll, and she'd hang out with him. Uh, she's now 46, known to be the pro golfer's other women, not woman. Oh, She was one of many. This is going back to 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess now, 
She's had all this financial and legal trouble because all these people, you know, they've went after her and they've made this claim and that claim. And and the, the tabloids publicized it. She's just been fighting and fighting and fighting. And now she's facing legal implications for conducting interviews about her rendezvous with Tiger, saying that she needs to kind of, you know, make some money. Yeah. So she's going around talking about the rendezvous. And I guess now an attorney for Woods is seeking to file a claim against her to sue her for breaching the $8 million non-disclosure agreement that he made some time ago so i guess she squandered that money needs more money so now she's going out telling all the details and tiger's like whoa i got enough money to not miss eight million but i gave you the money to keep your freaking zipper shut and now you're not is she the one that essentially blew his cover or no. I, I think it was so, her he was with. She she didn't blow the cover. The deal was, I watched the documentary on mm-hmm. Netflix. It's amazing. She basically got caught. She was seen by someone else oh. in the elevator at a hotel. Mm. She didn't wait long enough to go into the corridor where he was staying, and then there was some photo and video footage of her. Okay. Um, but that's not the girl that, that Tiger was having sex with in a parking lot in Florida and then threw the condom out the window. That's disgusting. That happened to a different woman, and that was caught on surveillance tape. Good job, Nasty. Tiger. Yeah. Nasty. And, and you At can, least he was safe. You can see, oh yes, that's safe sex. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He wore his seatbelt to the Ante Lou and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was very gosh. safe. That is awful. So that's what's going on there. So Tiger Woods going after her again. Uh, it's been a long time since we've talked about from crackhead to CEO Mike Lindell. Oh, hello, oh Mikey. What's up? What's he doing these days? Well, he's not doing really anything except he will not stop talking. So he's been doing this, what they call his three-day cyber symposium. Okay. And this is streamed, and it's him with the OWN Network, and he's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and he's still talking about election fraud. And so he's doing this cyber symposium, okay, and he started yelling at people on the screen and people that were there because they wanted to stop. They're like, man, this is going on a long time, man. Like, I don't know what else you can say. And he started yelling, there are no breaks. And he said he was going to stay on the stage for 72 hours until they got to the bottom of this. But then moments later, he did shuffle off the stage. Oh, okay, so he didn't, he didn't go full Kanye. No. <laughs> no. And I didn't watch any of this, but people said they sat there looking at this, and it says there were tons of head-scratching, cringeworthy moments. Oh, and boy. People watch this, and they're like, what, what is this guy doing? Well, he, he just won't quit. He's, I guess, bored of selling pillows. There are no breaks. <laughs> I'll stay here forever. Yeah, he vowed to do a marathon, but then he's like, nah, I don't want to do a marathon. Wow. Uh, I guess the kids have come to terms with this. I don't know. But Dwayne, Dog the Bounty Hunter Chapman, is getting married. Aww, oh, my gosh. No way. Love. Yeah. Um, really? And I don't remember if it was sons or daughters, but remember they were kind of upset because well, yeah. Beth died and he was dating this girl and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so they are going to get married. And I guess there's still episodes with that, you know what? I had no idea he was still doing stuff, but I think that randomly, once in once in a while, you can find because he had his boys, he was doing stuff yeah. with, and I don't know if the new girl's on there with him or not. But so, and I've said this before, Dog the Bounty Hunter looks like James Hetfield's father, mm-hmm. and pardon me, I know this is weird, but if Dog the Bounty Hunter and James Hetfield had a child, this girl he's dating would be their daughter. 
<laughs> That's what she looks like? And I know it's weird. Him, but kind of? Yeah, it looks just like him. There's there's only been like one celebrity. I mean, there's others out there, but the one that always comes to mind was Eddie and Valerie. They look like brother and sister, like spot on. They always look like so they were... weird. Chapman, Dog the Bounty Hunter, and his new girlfriend, they, they look like brother-sister. Wow. She looks just like him, but female. So she doesn't resemble Beth in any way. She's not bigger or, or, or no. large-breasted or anything no. like that? No. She looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter with shorter hair. That's crazy. Well, from what I read, she lost her husband to cancer, too. So I think that that, oh, that may be oh, what so kind of bonded together. them. Yeah. Well, that oh. Around the same time. Changes a lot of the way I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I mean, that. you know, once someone dies, you you got to move on. You, you sure know? do, but he seemed was so in love with her, you know, yeah. and the way he spoke about her. But to hear that, that yeah. makes a lot more sense hmm. if he kind of met her that way. Uh, coming up just after 9 o'clock, another chance to go to the iHeart Music Festival. You get to go to Vegas for two days in September, go to the T-Mobile Arena, and see all the bands. We'll give you a chance to get qualified for that. We'll- it's just in. Here's Doug, Joe, and Dana on Sacramento's Rock Station, 93.7, The River. Well, Amazon, it's here is changing the complaint process for returns and will pay customers up to $1,000 for products sold by third-party sellers that cause damage or personal injury. Wow. Mm. Okay. They announced this uh, yesterday, and they're going to deal with the customer satisfaction themselves and go after the companies. And after you know someone makes a complaint, they'll chase them down. And I guess this is going to start September 1st. So they did not do this before. Before you were just SOL. I guess you had to fight it out with a third party. Yeah. It sounds like. Well, that's kind of nice. I mean, you pay a whole fee to have Amazon Prime. No doubt about that. They might that. as well do the work for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, come on, though, Dana. Really? I mean, who's going to do it? You got one of them in space. You know, that's all you... <laughs> who's going to take care of this? You know, not the guy that's hiding in the corner going number one in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might when he gets done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't understand this. I don't read comic books, but the story goes like this. Holy LGBTQ cape crusader. Mm. Robin, I guess, dropped some big news yesterday in the new installment of Batman Urban Legends. It came out that he's bisexual. Oh, um, okay. Robin is? Tim Drake is the DC character who fights crime as Robin, and when the sixth installment of the comic book came out yesterday, the story ended with Tim saying yes to going on a date with a guy named Bernard Dowd. So just so you know, uh, this is not the the Robin that most people think is Robin. That's Dick Grayson. Oh. Tim Drake is like the fourth, fifth, or sixth iteration of Robin after uh, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing and such. He leaves. There's a couple iterations before Tim Drake is Robin. How can you have different iterations of different characters? I mean, it's so I can't keep up with this stuff now. Very difficult. It's just the way that the Batman series unfolds. And and basically, what happened is the original Robin got frustrated, wanted to go out and do his own thing, and he became Nightwing. And then he, Batman still wanted a Robin, so he just has all these other Robins. Gotcha. Basically. So this story can theoretically go on forever. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, and, and, and beyond the, like this, there's Batman Beyond, which was a TV series where a completely different kid became Batman. And Bruce Wayne mentored him, basically. I'm out. Oh, so, oh, my God. So he was able to have all the money that Wayne had. No, 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 no. He was like kind of like a punk kid, and it kind of turned his life around, basically. Um, I love Batman Beyond. It's a I, great show. I was going to say, I don't need to say it now. I think it's clear <laughs> Dana loves Batman. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, this is sad. Christina Applegate, now 49 years of age, she announced yesterday she's been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. 
Oh, oh that's no. sad to hear. It's uh, it's oh, this no. poor girl, you know. She had breast cancer mm-hmm. a number of years ago, and I, I don't know what it is. I, I think both these women are pretty, Jennifer Aniston and her. Yeah, I just I don't think about them the way a lot of people do. Like when they see Jennifer Aniston, what I love about these two women, it's not necessarily their looks. I love their comedic, bitchy sarcasm. They're great actresses in comedies, and they play such great roles. Christina Applegate needs to do more, and yes, I can't wait for agreed. Dead to Me to come back. Oh, she was so good in that. That's a fantastic so Netflix show. Dude, yeah. she was so good when they did the Lampoon's Vacation remake. Yeah. She was fantastic in that. Yeah, Married with Children, Don't Dead Tell to Mom, me. The Babysitter's Dead. Yeah. She was in that one. Bad Moms. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just, you know, I mean, hopefully she's... Uh, Oh, I, that is yeah. really terrible to hear. I, I bet she does okay with it, though. She's a fighter. You know, she's mm-hmm. a strong lady. Lots of people, you know, medicate and yeah. you know, get through it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's That's like, really man, give this, give this girl a break. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got your chance to go to the iHeart Music Festival. We're going to play Aerosmith. Then you'll get to go $1,000. Vegas in September, two days to see the big iHeart Music Festival. Yeah, baby. Ninety-three minutes, unstoppable rock. Dog Joe and Dana show. Monica Lowe is coming in next. Dare I ask, Dana? Do we have an adorable adoptable for tomorrow? Uh, how dare you? Yes, we do. Of course. <laughs> is it going to be a dog this time? Uh, it will be a dog. Yay! Yes, just for you. Well, did, last week was great. We had a little baby kitty. I mean, they do have a lot of guinea pigs right now. Do they really? Uh huh. Yeah, they have like I think. Five or six of them the last time I looked. We should give one of them a shot one time. Oh, they're so cute. Maybe coming up we'll do a guinea pig then. Ooh, don't tempt me. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I, do people still, I guess, like guinea pigs, huh? I do. They're yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. Right. Remember we did a rabbit one time. Someone adopted a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. And that's the other thing. When you do make the adoptions, and Dana will have all the details for mm-hmm. you tomorrow, but give us updates so we can see how you're for doing sure. with your adorable adoptable. Yes, yeah. please, because we would love to see them in happy homes. Tomorrow we'll give you all the details for another adorable adoptable courtesy of Front Street Animal Shelter. Monica Lowe is in next. Thank you very much for hanging out today. It was a fun Lickinson Win Wednesday. Enjoy your afternoon, and we'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. Play nice. (laughs)